Hello, everyone, and welcome back to 4.0ing Life with me, your host, Dina. It is Sunday, or maybe it's another day, depending upon when you're listening to me. But every Sunday at 12 noon, there's a brand new episode. How do you know? How do you remember? Simply follow, subscribe, whatever platform you're listening on. There could be three dots in the right-hand corner. There could be a follow button. Click it. Make sure, again, you're subscribed, and you'll never miss an episode with me, Dina. All right, so let's see. It's not snowing today here in Jersey. However, we did have an ice storm on Friday that literally I went outside and if I had my ice skates on, I could have ice skated on my driveway. It took a lot to like shovel it up, but it was like, okay, so either I hope and pray that the sun comes out and melts it or later I'm going to be totally regretting this when it's still raining and it's freezing layer upon layer upon layer and we're slipping sliding. So I went out there I got like 8,000 steps worth in and I had a nice cardio. (laughs) Other news, obviously, I have to bring awareness to it because I feel like I feel like you should. Um, And if you're not aware of it, where are you and what are you doing? Obviously, what's going on in Ukraine right now is absolutely insane. Um, And the crazy thing is I think about the last time I remember a huge war like thing going on was 9-11 and that was here home you know in our territory and I think until it reaches your home or where you live it doesn't really make sense to you the difference is now when 9-11 happened we didn't have social social media right we didn't have people who were you know ground zero with their phones videoing and showing us what the news won't there are people in the Ukraine, there are soldiers with their phones and they're showing you these, uh, for me, it was triggering, um, videos and everything. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, like, oh my God, you know, this stuff isn't just in the movies. Like I thought I was watching a movie. It was, uh, it was very uncomfortable. Some of the videos I saw, I'm not going to talk about them in detail because Again, I do have people listening from around the world and you don't know who like whose family is there and whatnot. What I am going to simply say is I'm sending so many prayers, so many blessings to the families all over the world because it's not like, you know, the people in Ukraine, obviously, there are people in Russia who don't want this war. You don't know whose family is part of military. I saw a post about um, military women and men just sitting in their closets, geared up with their stuff, ready to go once they announce it. And it's just, I I can't even express. I don't know. I have a friend who's a former Marine and he's just struggling right now because all this stuff just brings back hard times and memories. So I, I don't know. I mean, there are so many things that we can do from afar. I know Bethany Frankel, as I was listening to her on her TikTok yesterday, she has raised over $2 million. And she was talking about what they'll need to help get people across the border into Poland, because that's where her crews and staff are. And um, I think she was she was talking about like containers and the amount and where you can donate. So there are still things that we can do, even though we are not physically there or we can't help out, obviously, from afar. But you can if you of course, if you can, you know, donate money. And that's always supportive because we got to remember these people are literally just packing whatever they can grab and leaving and going. They're, you know, not taking much. And I look at my two little kids and I'm like, I don't even know. Like, I don't even know. Like, 
literally just grabbing a couple things and just walking away from your home, just walking away from your entire life and just trying to find safe havens. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's definitely mind boggling. Um, there's not much, there's more now, but a couple days ago, there was not even a peep of what's going on. And I found that to be really strange and weird. Um, I know that not every platform has to talk about it. I know that not every TikToker, social media blogger, I know that you don't have to talk about it. But if you are someone who says they bring awareness about things and they talk about these things, I think you should talk about it. And especially if people look to you for some type of growth, education, I don't whatever the platform may be. But I, I'm not someone who's going to get into a political standpoint here. I'm not someone that's going to get into governmental issues and talks and whatnot. What I'm simply saying is I'm sending as many blessings and wishes I can. Um, I have not looked at anything as of now. I am going to try to follow as much as I can. And I just thought I should bring it up. I just thought I should bring it up. And then the one thing that just melted my heart yesterday, we were at a store and they sell those like little um, – those uh die cast cars I think they're called and my son like if he's really good I'll let him get one and the one he picked out oh my god it was a marine truck or no it was like a, a marine or army truck um like a box truck and he said mama I want this one this one wins and I was like oh like I don't know if he knew he I don't think he knew the correlation but it was just like oh love love so I kind of changed things up a little bit today's episode because, I don't know, just how it was flowing. It was where the feelings were going. And I did want to bring some light to the obvious of what's going on um, and where I stand and how I feel. And again, I, there's not there's not a lot of words because it's 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 so real and it's 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 right there. It's, you know, it's right there. Um, what I wanted to talk about and I was asking my husband and I said to my husband is I said, if you could be any vegetable, what would you want to be? And he's like, what? And I didn't tell him it was for a podcast or whatever. I was just trying to probe for if he would find it interesting or if he would look at me like, what? Like, you know, when your dog tilts their head and they're like, you're confusing me. So he said he would be a tomato. <laughs> I'm like, why would you be a tomato? And he's like, well, they're, they're very versatile. You know, you can do so many things with them. And I was like, okay, so you're saying like your personality is like you're really outgoing, you can do these things. And and then he started catching on what I was doing. And what I was trying to get to is I was thinking about with what's going on now, with things that have gone in the past. Um, I don't know if you guys remember, I spoke about on a podcast episode about if you have like extra money hanging around and someone makes a comment and they don't know your story. And it was so funny because literally two days later, a mom posted in a mom group I'm in that she's going to go through a divorce and she wants to take her toddler to a Disney live show and it costs X amount of dollars. And there are people like, no, how dare you spend the money? And I'm like, whoa, whoa, we need to normalize making things okay that if somebody like is just asking for opinion, don't attack them. You know what I mean? I feel like there's, and then that kind of stems with last week's episode. Wow. We're on a rant. We're on a roll here. Not a rant. We're on a roll. That, you know, if someone asks for advice, you know, we should always, is it, are you venting or you're asking for advice? But we can't always jump down people's throats because sometimes the individual asking for advice is really reaching for help. 
you know, we don't know the degree. We don't know the level that they're reaching out for help. So I feel like when we jump down people's throats, like, if you're a mother, you should know better. Da, da, da. Like this woman is already feeling down and out because she is going through a divorce and she wants to make her kid feel happy. And then you're making her feel even worse by like, mm, you're spending that money and blah, blah, blah. Like, whoa, whoa, loosen up, Sally, loosen. You know what I mean? Like, so... <laughs> I'm I I wanted to I was like okay so let me think about an onion be an onion you know when people ask you for your opinion be an onion and then my, I'm like I said to my husband I'm like is that bad he's like what do you mean I'm like is it bad to be an onion and I'm like you know because you have many layers and he's like no not necessarily and I'm like okay so because I was like that's that's where I want to be I want to be an onion and I don't not because I want to be stinky <laughs> I'm gonna be honest though like when I smell onion, I get excited because I know there's some good cooking going down. Like whether it's like going to be some homemade sauce, when it, whether there's like a saute of an onion up. So for me, I it, like we get good cooking here. But I was thinking if we all could expose the many layers that we have, right? Because people always say, you don't know the true me. Well, then share it. <laughs> don't get mad because I don't know the true you. Share it. What kind of vegetable would you be, though? You know, I said to my husband, I'm like, would you want to be corn? <laughs> and again, like, this is how I think. This is how I process. This is how, I don't know, food with me. If you ask, like, my hairdresser, I'll always talk about the color of the hair I want is, like, it's related to a food. Like, do I want to be a vanilla latte? We were talking about, like, whipped cream for the summer, like, a really, like, vibrant white. <laughs> so we talk about food. So food for me is, like, what helps me 4.0 in life. When I'm, like, how do I manage this? How do I manage that? How do I do? I think about food because what food makes you happy, right? So what kind? Of, I want you to think about right now. Where if you're driving, if you're running, if you're listening, um, what kind of what kind of vegetable would you be? And I said to him, would you be corn? And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, because corn you eat it and it doesn't digest. So would that mean that you're like a hard person, but in a sense that like you're strong and nothing can break you down? And I was like, oh, that's a good one. You know, like be corn. I'm still going to be an onion, though. We're going to get into that a little more. I'm still going to be an onion. Um, would you be a strawberry because you're sweet and soft? Would you be a plum? Now, ooh, let me get – oh, ready? Because plums, right, there are sweet plums, and then there are plums that are just not so sweet. Like the red ones, when you bite into a plum, the red ones <gasps> – Oh, Lord. This, oh, my grandma Rose. Oh, my God. God bless her soul. She always knew how to pick out the good plums. Like, she could be in the food store. We would go to Corrado's. And for all those that you know, Corrado's used to have a moo cow in Patterson. A moo cow. I mean, a cow. <laughs> That's what we called it. A cow on top. And we go, are we going to the moo cow store, Grandma? Are we going to the moo cow store? So we would go there. And she, there's a sea of produce, right? A sea of produce. And she could just pick out all of the plums that were red inside and sweet and yum. I would go, I would get the ones that were like, like the yellow orange and they weren't there yet. And I'm like, I mean, not that they weren't bad. As an adult now, I probably appreciate them a little bit more because I'm not like a crazy sweet fanatic when it comes to fruit. But plums, I mean, I guess plums, it would be like you're a hidden person. Like you have your ways. You could be sweet, but ooh, you could be sour interesting on that one. <laughs> but seriously, what kind of what kind of vegetable or fruit? We're going to go into fruits now, so we're not just doing vegetables. So kind. What kind of produce? There we go. What kind of produce would you be? <laughs> now, when I say onion, I want to get back to that. For me, I feel like I have many layers. Um, I wear many hats, right? So I'm an educator. I'm a teacher. 
Um, I am a mom. I'm a wife. I'm a daughter. I am a podcaster. Yes, because you're listening to me right now. Um, I wrote a book, so I'm a published author. I am a blogger slash blogger. I, let's see. I am a big shoe collector. It's a problem. <laughs> but again, if I throw out a pair of shoes and I know I'm going to need it, then I have to spend money to buy it back. So I'm just going to keep them all. So for me, I have many layers. I have different sides of me. You know, some of my coworkers in my district have never seen me when I used to do the posh fashion shows, right? I would MC the posh fashion shows. And my coworkers have no idea. So I would go and sing and dance, and it's in insane. A lot of the other people that – so I was in music for a long time, and, you know, I was performing in open mic nights with my guitar. A lot of my, a lot of my friends don't even know that because that was my life previously. So there's many layers to me. There is the musical side of me, and then there's the mom side of me, and then there's the goofball side of me. So for me, I'm an onion. I have many layers. I also have my, I guess – emotions that switch on and off. So I feel like since becoming a mom, you learn how to be selfless, which is extremely hard. I wrote a post uh, last week about how sometimes as a mom, I think what people don't understand is we love when the babies crawl up on us and cuddle and kiss us and slobber and wipe their boogers on us. Like I, I love every minute of that, but then we are so overstimulated because there's always someone touching that sometimes just stepping away and being alone doesn't mean we're depressed. It just means we need to, you know, so there's that new layer, right? You know, when you're peeling a, um, an onion layer and it's like, it's a thin layer, but you still peel it off. That's, that's that part. That's that part of me. That's like, I'm, I need to be alone and it's not because I'm depressed. It's not because I'm upset. I just need to like, <sighs> decompress, take a deep breath, you know? So if you're a mom right now, even a dad, and, you know, this resonates with you, like, <laughs> I, I understand. I understand. Um, and then there's the teacher in me that at times I remember going back to work after having my son because I went back six weeks later or no, eight weeks. So it was so soon, <laughs> you know, you figure you, you start to <laughs> – fully recover at six weeks, right? But you're not fully recovered because you're still recovering. So two weeks later, I went back to work and I was an emotional mess. It was the hardest thing in the world to do. Um, and I felt guilty. So I'm going back and I'm doing my teacher job, which was nice to kind of step away, get away. But then I felt extremely guilty because I was leaving my baby at home. And then there's the podcaster in me that, you know, every Sunday I get to come on here and do this. And I love to do this. I love love, love to do this. You have no idea. And every week I get new followers or listeners and I just see everything growing and it's so exciting to me. So yeah, I'm an onion. I have many layers. Um, so I have many personalities. It depends. I am trying so hard. <laughs> and, and it's funny because I did watch the Jimmy Fallon and the Julia Garner, um, where she transforms into Anna Delvey and she like nails it. Like if you have no idea what I'm talking about, look it up. Jimmy Fallon and Julia uh, accent. What is it called? Um, transformation. She talks about how, and if you haven't seen Inventing Anna on Netflix, please do it. It's such a good watch. And if you're someone who truly 
loves the documentary and the real life stories turn into Netflix, this is your jam. She talks about how she had to like play this part of like she's from Russia, but she's trying to hide it. So she has a German accent. And then she has to be rich and her friends have to know she's rich, but she also has to sound like she's European. But she lost some of her accent and she starts to like talk like the Anna Delvey and slowly transform. And she says that she goes to see Anna Delvey in jail and she talks to her and Anna Delvey keeps saying, well, how are you going to play me? How are you going to play me? So what she did is she started mimicking her. It was like, it was insane now. I, oh my God, I was trying to do it in the car one day on the way home. It's kind of funny. People probably watch me like what she's in. Cause she's like, what, what? I can't do it. I want to try. Let's see. What do you mean? Like, I don't understand. You have my credit card. Just scan it. Jeez. Like, you, don't you know who my father is? Oh my God. <laughs> I had too much fun with that. This is probably because growing up, all I did was theater and acting, and I loved every bit of it. Oh, my God. Why didn't I do it? Why didn't I follow suit? See, there's the layer of the onion that I never unpeeled. That's because I was too afraid. I guess I was too afraid. Oh, here we go. Ready? Here is the ultimate poetic connection. I was too afraid to unpeel that layer of my onion, the actress side, because of tears. So, you know, when you continually peel an onion and you're cutting it and you're crying. Well, for me, I was afraid of the rejection, but I know rejection. When I used to dance and I was auditioning for Broadway, I would get rejected all the time. And unfortunately, I stopped auditioning and that was the silliest part of my life. But I, I literally remember I was being followed by a newspaper in New York City because I was auditioning for the Partridge family when they were doing the remake and I had blonde hair. So they were, they came up to me, they're like, oh, so who are you auditioning for? And when I told them who I was, they're like, you have blonde hair. And I was like, so? So they followed me throughout the entire audition. And back then, I, I didn't know, I don't know, like I didn't, I never knew how to do my hair. I still don't, I'm still trying, but I didn't know how to, you know, I didn't have an agent or anything. So I didn't know like that I probably looked like a mess and I probably should have presented myself better. I was maybe 18 or 19 years old in New York City, auditioning for TV shows, Broadway, and just thinking what looked great. I didn't even have any 70s styles clothes on. I probably should have, but I wanted to be a blank slate for those who were there. So for me, I sang Ain't No Mountain High Enough. And I have like, I vibe with Ella Fitzgerald, you know, like that's, 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 mm, those, that, yes. So um, I sang that and I guess because it wasn't something that would portray on the show. Obviously, I didn't make it to the next round and that's okay. And I was kind of upset and sad about it. But I remember walking out of that specific audition and being like, oh, you just auditioned for a big time show in front of big time producers. And for me, I was hopeful that maybe someone noticed me and they didn't. And it's okay. But you never know. Like, those are the moments. Those are the things you have to do. Like, you have to continue to audition. I wish I did. I also had so much fun auditioning, you know, meeting different people and just kind of, I remember I was auditioning for, it was a Broadway show. I can't remember which one it was for. It was a brand new, actually, no, it wasn't a Broadway show. It was a brand new theater. And the theater is directly, like, if you come out of the 
Lincoln Tunnel and you veer to your left, there's a parking garage, the Manhattan Plaza. It's that theater company right there. And they were auditioning for theater members. And my dad gave me like the scoop. He's like, hey, I remember I was online. It was like 530 in the morning. Finally got in by like eight o'clock. My dad came by with like breakfast because he works in the city. And I got in there. I had my number on. We had to learn like a quick routine. There was like six, eight counts. You practiced it three times and then you performed it. And I remember standing there and they didn't call my number and I didn't move. And I, I said, did you call my number? Did you mean to call my number? And it was probably like something I was on edge about saying, but I said it and he smiled. He said, I'm sorry, we did not. And I was like, okay, thank you for your time. I think just because I wanted it so bad and I kind of gave up too soon. So I was like, wait, wait, let me make sure. <laughs> and I was hoping that he'd be like, you know what? We like your confidence. Let's have you come back. And it's okay. I didn't get it. But that was the layer. That was the onion layer. I never continued to pull back. Never. And I shut up. So I don't know. What kind of fruit or vegetable are you? You know, think about it. Think about who you are as a fruit or a vegetable. I know it sounds insane. And it's like, you know, maybe you're just like a bland person. So be celery. But you're you're full of water, right? So you're hydrated. You probably have beautiful skin. You're You're tall and you're, you know, in shape. I don't know. Think about that. Think about that. I'm praying also you guys right now do not hear the creaking of the floor above my head. Because if you guys listened last week, I told you that they're right above me running around like crazy. So, but with that being said, I'm going to take my onion self upstairs. I'm really excited now because I'm coming up with ideas of what I'm going to make for lunch or dinner. And as you can hear by the rumbling, there is a good sign that there is some crazy, crazy toy action going on right there. Well, again, thank you guys again so much for tuning in. Um, again, sending all my blessings, selling all my well wishes to those who much need it right now. And don't forget, as always, to subscribe, check out the social medias. You can check out the blog, thequeenbuzz.com, the Instagram for Panoyan Life, or send me a message by going to anchor.fm slash for Life clicking the message button, recording whatever you have to say, and I will play it on my next episode. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your day. And yeah, let's talk more next Sunday. Hey, guys, more information about Earth Mama Organics coming your way right now. Curated collections, warm the heart, you know how much I love tea, healing kits for baby loss comfort, and so much more for everyone and their mama. Earth Mama Organics manufactures obsessively clean herbal care for everyone and their mother. Founded in 2002 by a nurse and herbalist, Earth Mama's products are formulated with effective organic ingredients, safely supporting pregnant and breastfeeding women and their babes, which means they're safe for anyone with a body. Trusted by mamas and their families worldwide, Earth Mama combines generation of women's wisdom traditional herbal remedies, and evidence-based research to formulate certified organic herbal teas, castile-based soaps, healing balms, lotions, deodorants, and even sunscreen. So if you guys don't already know, I pretty much own every collection from Earth Mama Organics, and that's because it's not just for the babies. It's for everyone in the whole family, even for those growing up. So I want to share with you guys my 20% off code so you can score all the goodies. It's thequeenbuzz.com. T-H-E 
Q-U-E-E-N-B-U-Z-Z-D-O-T-C-O-M. TheQueenBuzz.com. Want to win a year's worth of must-haves for the whole family? Get in on the giveaway. Head on over to EarthMamaOrganics.com to enter to win. Don't forget again, it's TheQueenBuzz.com for 20% off. everyone i'm here to share the buzz and as you know my blog thequeenbuzz.com was built on buzzing about mom and pops and this week i'm excited to share core foundations guide fit to her core.com it's for all moms wanting to ditch core dysfunction and get their abs back get strong and feel confident in their body doing random exercises like 100 crunches a day or kegels every time you sit down isn't going to help you get a flatter tummy and in some cases these can actually make your core worse. And I know that for a fact, because here I was, a mom of two, trying to do crunches, and I kept seeing this coning, and I'm like, what am I doing wrong? Yes, sometimes this could be due to bloating, gas, some of the foods you're eating. But if you don't already know, diastasis recti is super common and happens to a lot of women because of the separation of the tummy. So that's when Victoria popped into my DMs and let me know she's the founder of FitToHerCore.com. She helps moms to get strong and heal their bodies so they can safely return to the activities they love doing with confidence. She wants the best for you, and she's tired of seeing moms receiving poor postpartum recovery advice and dealing with injuries that are entirely preventable. So back pain, hip pain, bulging of the tummy, again, fit to her core.com and tell her the queen buzz.com sent you. <laughs> 